0: every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I
1: feel You want to say that? Yeah, welcome to Warriors 24. This is basically a spinoff of the Rick Barry Show, where uh, sometimes Rick's going to join me, sometimes he's not. But the Warriors are relevant again, in my humble opinion. In the last two years, they've been sort of. I mean, Steph Curry kept them relevant last year, but the year before that, they were just an, just an irrelevant, uh, uninteresting team. And now we have a team that could be a championship contender, and uh, we want to pump out some more content. But today, Rick Barry
0: is with me. Rick, how you doing, sir? Well, I'm doing I'm doing great. I just found that out I'm going to get to play in a pickleball tournament that I didn't think I was going to be able to play in tomorrow up in Denver. So that's kind of fun. You know, I got uh, to- yeah. And that's my new passion in life, that and fly fishing. So uh, yeah, and based upon your uh, recommendation, when you called me to let me know about the Warriors being on the summer league game, uh, I got a chance to watch. So we'll be able to talk, we'll be able to talk about it, give you my first impressions of the first time I saw uh, Kaminga, but I can't even believe what the fans are doing to come up with a nickname for him that's ridiculous you could go ahead and tell him about it
1: so well it was it's not the fans so there's a, a so rick back when you and i worked together at knbr um and this was back in like the 2000s uh a website popped up and actually was a print publication first that became a, a what is now a huge sports and, and popular culture website called bar Spool, barstool sports yeah. i'm sure i'm sure you're familiar with them and and you know their sense of humor is crass they got the frat boy humor and um I, I always loved them until a few years ago when just like in, in the same way you don't like politics mixed with sports they started mixing politics with their content and that kind of turned me off but they're still funny they're still entertaining and so they're the ones who came up with this nickname for uh Warriors number seven pick Jonathan Kaminga and it's crass it's not um I mean when I first saw it I laughed I mean I think most people would if you have a sense of humor but it's not something I support, and the nickname Barstool Sports came up with for, for Jonathan Kaminga is the Cumbucket, K U M. And the replies to this to this tweet that was that where I saw this picture, uh, and the and the picture was uh, posted by Warriors Nation, which is usually a, a pretty supportive a Twitter account uh, of the Warriors, but they got hated on for for publishing this. And the replies are like, well, what if we, you know, is every time he uh, makes a basket, is it going to be called a cum drop or is it a cum shot? (laughs) You know, it's just all of a sudden these crass jokes started emerging. But um, look, I have a sense of humor. I, you know, if if people heard the jokes, my friends and I made. uh, (laughs) um, But this is a little far fetched. I mean, this is a little (laughs) disrespectful. It's. I don't know what do you think I mean you know I
0: think it's ridiculous it's absurd it they, they should drop it as quickly as they possibly can I mean come up with a new thing he could be the new special K or something like that I mean but come on this is that's 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 insulting actually it is it's
1: just the vid I mean especially the word
0: bucket <laughs>
1: coming after it I, I don't know the cum bucket so barstool sports man I think you guys went a little too far with that one and and uh and then the, the this organization called i think clutch points i don't know they're the ones who kind of oversee this um or yeah clutch points they oversee this warriors nation account i mean I, shame on you i don't i don't think you should have published this this is i mean they made the image that's just making the rounds now on social media um and it has jonathan Kamingas surrounded by steph curry and clay thompson just kind of laughing at him and with the nickname the come bucket and and they're saying the Warriors fans gave him that nickname no they did not Barstool Sports gave him that nickname and, and I'm I am feeling good about the fact that most fans are rejecting this nickname it's just it's insulting I mean out of, all, out of all the nicknames to give the guy you have this like really grotesque visually visual right of a nickname that you just really don't want to think about I guess maybe some people would but not me Drop <laughs> Sorry, it, <folks>. drop it <laughs> <laughs> Time to take a quick break to talk to you about one of our great sponsors they've been with us from for a very long time now and that's bet online if you're into sports betting bet online is where you should go to win money today, whether it's live bets during games futures for who you think is going to win the championship bet online has all the latest odds news and information for all your online sports betting needs. Visit the website today, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So, before the next big game, head on over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet Online, your online sports book experts. So, I don't know if you've heard, but apparently, former NBA player Lamar Odom. Maybe returning to professional basketball in Spain soon. I was reading a press release about how he started taking a pH balance alkaline supplement called Balance Seven. And that's what's helped him bounce back from his hospitalization back in 2015. He even said, I have an enormous amount of energy, which is good for me. It's important when working out, I always need energy to level up. Couldn't agree more with Lamar. And after watching him fight Aaron Carter in July's celebrity boxing match, I think it's safe to say that balance seven is working for him. Cool thing is we've got a promotion running with balance seven right now, where if you go to their website, balance 7com and use the code, believe that's B L E A V at checkout, you'll receive a free four ounce bottle of my smooth skin with any purchase of balance seven products. That product retails at $13.99, so I'd say it's worth it. Again, head to balance7.com and use the word Believe, B-L-E-A-V, at checkout to get in on the promotion. I know I will. If it worked for Lamar, it can work for you too. But You saw this Summer League game, and I texted you uh, when this game was going on, recording this today at, at, on August 10th um happy birthday to my cousin Samara by the way she's a huge Warriors fan so I was watching this summer league game and I texted you because I don't know if you agree with me or not but doesn't Kaminga look like a beast out there I mean he's a big boy it, it changed my impression of him I mean the, the when you see his stats originally at least on paper 6 8 what 215 a uh, small forward I was thinking okay a lean like wing type but then when you see him on the court It's it's a different impression. I see a power forward. I see a guy that's going to be grabbing rebounds. It's going to be really imposing his will inside. Like, what are your thoughts?
0: You're just such a Homer. Rooted Homer. (laughs) 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 And and, and you look through tainted tainted lenses. I think at times. Sometimes. Uh, Sometimes. Yes. Looks good. Uh, he's, he certainly doesn't look like LeBron James look coming in you know, like a man child. He's not a man child. No, he's got a decent body. He's okay. In that regard. Um, my, the, my initial impression, he does what so many young players do when they come into the league. If I were the warriors, one of the things I would talk to him about is said, Hey, you, Hey, little, little special K or whatever his name's going to be, uh, <laughs> blow it down. He's in a big rush trying to do things. Seriously. He's got to slow it down. And a lot of players try to do things too quickly. You don't have to do things super quickly. Actually the key to great offense is doing things that cause the defense to react to what you're doing. More slow and deliberate and then the move to get even with your guy or even possibly past him. That's the quick spot. That's when you make the quick move. He's, trying to do things and trying to force a little bit too much, kind of like who's not as bad as he used to be, but Westbrook who used to try to force things so much. Take what the defense gives you, let the game come to you, slow it down. Now, with that said, I'll go, I'll I'll keep going with the negatives. um, (laughs) Please do. Yeah. Because I don't, I want to end on a positive note. Well, is it negative or is it pragmatic? I mean, I I sometimes get called negative. No, it's no. not. It's not. It's not. It's being. It's just my my thoughts of what I've seen about him that that right. is, is, is a negative. I mean, I don't. I'm saying he's a bad person. Whatever. Uh, I'll finish up here. Is that he? He's obviously not a great shooter. Okay. I mean, his stats go by, and you watch him shoot. He was not good at the free throw line. Uh, but the other negative thing is the free throws. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. he's just not a good shooter. He's got to work really hard on his shot he has a tendency from what i watch just as i say looking at it and running things back a little bit it looks like sometimes when he shoots he could be bent. if he, i would get him to be bent a little bit more so that when he's going up he tends to have a, 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 he tends to go back a little bit instead of going straight up and down or even a little forward towards it, he's like falling away that's hard to judge you yeah. know your shot that way i mean you don't always want to be falling away it just makes the shot more difficult so that's one of the little little subtle thing that he should be working on and then uh the the thing i liked the most about him it looks like he has a pretty good handle um yes. but the thing i like most about him is that he's not selfish and he sees the floor and he actually saw a of he threw one away that you know he just kind of again he was in a rush and he threw that one pass away when he was driving late in the game which is an important turnover it was uh, is that he sees the floor and he gets the ball to some people. So I like that about him. I, 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 that's probably the thing I was impressed most by him was the fact of his court vision and seeing the floor. Uh, the other thing I will say in my first evaluation of him is, is that he was moving and running around but you have to do that with a purpose. And you right. can actually create more opportunities. He's willing to do that. But what you wanna do is you need to set your man up sometimes. And, and utilize that I mean I see he's willing to put his body up to try to see if he can be a screener which is good I like that but he also has to recognize and read some of the times he was doing that he could have slipped some of those screens the defender was in a bad position so you have to recognize that and have coordination with your teammate so I mean just just a lot of little things that if whoever's going to be doing their coaching with him if you watched him and saw these things you could take him and refine those things and eliminate those things from the equation, which will take his game to another level.
1: So is it safe to say based on your evaluation that all these little things are correctable and, and, and yes. with nope. time I, and
0: experience? Okay. Yes. No. Nope. He has, he has a nice little feel for the game and, and seeing the court, which was kind of nice, which I liked. I mean, that's an important aspect, you know, for me, I always bring that up. So uh, yeah. So I, you know, I certainly see that he has some promise. I, you can make somebody a better, you can become a better shooter. He just needs to put the time in and have somebody working with him so that he's practicing properly. You know, you can be out there practicing, but if you're not practicing properly, you're always doing this grooving bad habits. And so, and that's, that would be the number one priority for me, slow it down and then work on his shot, work on him getting straight up and down some other little things. It would be, let me just say this, this, he would be a fun guy. I could work with him and help him tremendously because he's six, eight, you know, he's like close to my size when I played. He's got he's got some ability and talent. He's got athleticism, obviously. I, yeah, I I could turn him into a really good basketball player.
1: It still bums me out that you were not hired as a coach. That the Warriors never looked at you as a head coach, or at least in some sort of position. It it fucking pisses me off, Rick. And by the way, you you said something last show that we did with uh with Chris and Peak, and I wanted to bring this up with you. And I don't know if it's gonna rile you up or not, but Steph Curry recently signed that that new extension that's going to make him a billionaire basically at some point in his life in the near future if you were playing today you'd be getting a deal like that like like does that piss you off that you would be like a a billionaire today if you were playing in this
0: day and age you would be a fucking billionaire I can't I can't relate to it to be honest with you because I used to laugh when I they paid me when I was making $18,000 a year or I mean it was 15,000 I got a $3,000 signing bonus but (laughs) I've said paying me to do this to think that if I were playing today, that I would have a 200-plus million-dollar guaranteed five-year contract uh, is beyond my comprehension. Uh, it really is. I just can't even relate to. It. In fact, I was in the locker room with my guys from the Big Three. You know, was Jody Meeks and and Will McDonald and uh, and Le- Leandro Leandro Barbosa. Who I I can't even I can't even adequately express to you how impressed I am with Leandro Barbosa and what a quality individual he is. He I, after I have a great picture you know that I, I wish i could show everybody there i'm gonna well, put, put it on your uh, no put it on your instagram
1: a- and you can follow uh, rick on instagram at a uh, rick 24 barry you can follow him on all I'm social media platforms
0: you, there i'll show you this picture that i have after it was after a game when i had him coached and he played i have two of them actually but yeah po- uh, if,
1: if you don't mind i mean it's obviously your your social media account but if you post it there it'll drive people there as well
0: look at this look at this picture
1: Oh, my God. So it's a picture of Rick basically almost holding
0: Le- Leandro's head like he's your son.
1: And
0: there was the other one. Then I even got even closer to that. Let me show it to you. Here it oh, is. P-
1: please Let's, publish these. Look
0: at, look at this one. Hold on. Let me get it so that you can see this. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That's love right there, man. I you mean, are, that's he, a loving embrace. He opposed, he, came out, he was apologizing after, after he just remarc- he helped us win the game. Without him, we don't even win. And I just went up to him. And what I said when my head was to him with that picture I just showed you, I said, Leandro, if I were coaching in the NBA and I had 15 players like you, I would have think I died and went to heaven.
1: <laughs> Rick, you've I'm got serious. a big heart. You've, and that's one of the many reasons why I love you. you got a huge heart, man. This, this I, know guy, he, I know
0: you are. He is such a classy guy. And I, I just love him. I absolutely love him. I had no idea you know who he was as a person i mean i know he played with the warriors at one time i really never you know got to meet him or do anything i love this guy he's amazing the warriors are lucky to have him he's and he's still at 39 is still quick as hell he's still the brazilian the the brazilian blur i mean he's by people he's he's special i mean and it's been great for me because i've had teams that haven't been competitive and doing stuff and we're very competitive and in fact if we i had a a appeal the last game because the officials messed up on us and and cost us a chance to win and and if we had that victory we'd be tied for third have a chance to go to the to the playoffs we got two more games left so but anyway this is the thing i'm just talking about you know players and doing stuff leandro is unbelievable but um yeah I, i I can't relate. So I'm just saying back to the story, we were all talking there. And then my other one, but Brian wasn't in the locker room this time, Scalabrini who's the captain. Cause he's actually, has COVID. And, oh,
1: uh,
0: uh. and so does he
1: have, have symptoms? Know. Is he feeling it or is it Spencer just one Halls. of those things?
0: Spencer Hawes is one, Well, we get tested every day. I mean, so. Right, right. So test, is he, you know? I'm, what I'm saying is is he sick or did he just no, test I've positive? And... He, he okay. just tested and had to you know, go through the protocols. But gotcha. so anyway, they're in these guys are talking about stuff and this guy, this one, this many million. I said, guys, I can't relate to what you're talking about. I'd never heard the word million dollars in my contract negotiation. <laughs> He's throwing out these millions and stuff and all, so it's a totally different world. Uh, but I don't, I don't have any issue with these guys making the kind of money. I mean, that's great. I mean, God bless them. I mean, I think good for I, them personally. Personally, I think the owners are out of their freaking mind paying any <laughs> lot of these guys. I, I mean. There's not a whole lot of guys that are worth the kind of money that are being paid, in my opinion, based upon their skill level and what they do on the basketball court. Steph Curry's worth it to me. I mean, yes. he's one of those guys that's worth it. You know, Clay's worth the money. I mean, got certain guys are worth uh, worth whatever money they're getting. A lot of um, a whole bunch of other guys are not. There are tons <laughs> of players out there. There are tons of players out there that they could get for minimum contracts that would be every but as good for them and their team as to what they have right now. Why they are paying those kinds of dollars when you have 15 men on your roster to pay multi-millions of dollars to someone who's never going to play and just sit on the bench is beyond my freak. I can't even believe that because you know how many guys who are as good or better than those guys who would be thrilled to take a minimum contract?
1: Absolutely. And you know, sometimes the market does correct itself. Like the news just broke that Dennis Schroeder. Uh, the, the point guard for the Lakers last year, who turned down a very lucrative contract extension because he wanted $20 million a year. He just signed a one-year, $5.9 million deal with the Celtics. So sometimes the market does correct itself when it comes to the players,
0: and and Dennis got greedy. They're out of their minds. I mean, being offered this money, I mean, then you go back. I mean, the first one that actually happened like that was Latrell Sprewell. Because since we're yeah, doing coach, yes.
1: Coach, That's right? great.
0: Yeah, he turned down, you know, he, said, I, I mean, he wound up, and then he wound up out of the league. I mean, I mean, come on, the old proverbial cliche, right? The thing is, is the, you know, the sayings, the adages that they have, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush, okay? you yeah somebody's offering you $20 million, Hey, sign the contract and, yes. and, and go to church and light a candle and say, thank you, God.
1: <laughs> I I, I, ser- I seriously wonder if Kelly Oubre Jr. Because uh, I remember uh, seeing reports where he wanted twenty million a year, and he ended up getting twelve point five. I do wonder if the wa- we got to find out at some point if the Warriors actually even offered him an extension. I haven't seen Myers or Lake or anybody being interviewed since uh, Oubre left.
0: It. But if they did, off- if they they did offer it to him, I don't know. I don't th- I don't think my 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 guess would be that they didn't. Why? First of all, why, and if they did, why? Why would you offer crazy money to a guy? Who really had a, a, a up and down season? I, I mean, a really down season to start with. I mean, yeah, it was unbelievable. Yeah. Who who has expressed that he does not want to do what you really need him to do, which is to come off the bench. And you so know what? He's gonna... in the hell would you pay this guy all this money if you know he doesn't want to accept that role?
1: And you guess what role he's taking with Charlotte? The bench. you have to That's... do the same thing that's what's crazy so i i
0: I, I just don't understand what guys are thinking about or who's advising them and all but it's it's so typical of the thing i mean just be grateful these guys are so fortunate and so blessed i just don't know how many of them realize that and appreciate how lucky they are to be in the position that they're in and to be paid the kind of money they're paying to play basketball i mean you're right you're right then here's the other thing we talked about the same thing and I talked about this, this had to do with, you know, with coming the same way. I mean, initially he, he, maybe he could turn out to be something special. We'll see, but he's a project. And our whole thing is, is we need somebody to do something now. We need somebody who can shoot the hell out of the threes. Now, not a year from now, not a two years from now. And so you're investing all this multi millions of dollars to someone who, you know, who is a pro- he's a project. I mean, he's not some guy that's go out there and carry a team right now. I saw him play. That's not, I mean, he's not at that level. Okay, now he may become really outstanding at a player who could become an all-star player. Who knows? But that's down the road, and so that's the thing I don't understand. And and to go and to invest all of that money in somebody when you need help now, I just don't see the logic behind it. And the other thing is, is that how in the world in today's world? I just talked to you actually to Charlie Rosenzweig, so you know, who worked for the with the league NBA for many many years and handles a lot of the retired guys. And I'm just saying the same thing here. I said, how does any team? in the nba today's nba sign any wing player who is not a good three point shooter the way the game's played i guess if they if
1: they play great defense you need oh, that no, too oh, right no no no
0: i'm saying a wing player not a big guy not some, who cares about good it's not about individual defense cyrus it's about team defense Give me a guy who's a great team defender who's not that great individually. I'd rather have him because he's going to be more beneficial to our team because you win with team defense, not with individual defense.
1: Right, right. But some defenders are better than others. You would agree with that, right? I
0: mean. But that's a bonus. If you can get a guy who knows how to play team defense and understands the concepts and is a good defender as well, that's a bonus. But if I had one or the other, I don't want the great individual defender who can't play team defense because he becomes a liability to me.
1: Yeah, I I mean, the whole thing with Oubre that I was just upset about is that he he made $15 million last year, and you can't sign another player at that salary. And I just was hoping that at least sign and trade him or trade. Like, why didn't they trade him last year? I mean, I don't. He probably wanted him. But then, (laughs) then. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I'm really, really curious to see what Myers says about that situation. He hasn't been interviewed yet. And going back to the three point shooting, by the way, this leads to the other lottery pick, Moses Moody. Uh, what do you think about him? Do you think he's ready to at least? He looks like a great shooter. Do you think he could he you could know, fill I, that role I, right
0: away? Yeah, he did. It, he did. It, he did a nice did a nice job out there. Made some nice passes. Saw the floor really well. And certainly knows how to play the game. I mean, it's not like they drafted some bum. I mean, you know, the guy <laughs> play. I mean, and, you know, but how good is he going to be? I, I, to be honest with you, with the way he shoots the ball and doing stuff, he could be more of a, of an asset to the team than than. Uh, Kaminga, the come bucket, the come bucket, because, yeah, yeah, the come bucket. <laughs> because of the fact that he can shoot the three, you know, right. if you're going to play in the Warriors team, you're going to play in that team, you got to be able to shoot the three.
1: Well, with Kaminga, what I really like is that it seems like he can be a solid rebounder, and the Warriors need that too. I mean, they're such a small team, and I don't know why they'd love to stay so small. We talked about this last show. Their tallest player uh, is outside of Wiseman, I think is 6'9 or 6'10. It's that that, that veteran they signed recently, who I still can't pronounce his name. Um, yeah, so I'm hoping Kaminga can, can step in right away in a role like that, and the shooting will come later on. Uh, the only two players, by the way, the Warriors still have their mid-level exception. Uh, it's, it's 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 approximately five point nine million dollars that they can use on a player. Uh, is there's two players out there? Paul Millsap we talked about, and then Avery Bradley. I really hope they sign one of those two guys because I think Avery Bradley can shoot the three. No, no, the, you mean what the slot that that salary slot? No, I thought no, they they'd, resign with somebody. Millsap? No, not yet. Millsap is still out there, and as far as I know, Avery Bradley still out there. Um, and I'm crossing my fingers the Warriors get one of those two guys. Those are the two top tier players still available. Uh, Yeah. So I hope the Warriors use that because they still need at least one more veteran on the team. So um, dude, thank you for go ahead. Sorry.
0: No, no, we'll see what happens. I mean, I don't know what, what they're going to do, but I I do think that you want to have some, some, somebody that's got experience in doing it. But then again, I mean, it's like a double-edged sword. Yeah. So you want somebody who had the experience, but you know what you got with him. You've got somebody else who you think could be better than that guy. Okay. But the thing is, is that you need somebody to play to help you now for these first for Steph and for Clay and for Draymond to have a chance to compete for the championship now. So it's uh, yeah, it's it's kind of a conundrum in a way. It is it is. Again, that's And again,
1: that's why I'm really hoping for one of those two veterans, because they could come in right away. You know, what what would be the dream scenario is you can split that mid-level exception up. So it's like 5.9 million. So you can offer 2.8 to one player, 2.8 to the other, or however you want to do it. Um, If you can get both those guys, that'd just be even better. And by the way, Rick, I don't know if you heard uh, one final piece of news before we wrap things up here. Uh, Nico Mannion has signed with an Italian pro league. So he's not going to be playing for the Warriors this year. Uh, So in the span of one day, they lost Nico Mannion. They do retain his rights. So I'm curious from your perspective, do you think that experience playing in the pro level overseas will help them in, in a year or
0: so? And then you might benefit the Warriors. Well, no question about it. I mean, the fact is you can only learn so much sitting and watching. Right. I mean, you got to get out there and you got to play and you got to, you got to go and get the experience. You have to learn the different things. Sometimes you have to learn things the hard way. I mean, right. the same thing and just watching Kaminga, and everything. I mean, there's stuff he needs to learn. To me, if I were them, I would start on a regimented program right now, working on the little elements that I just told you about, because here's right. the deal. You can turn him into an asset for your team by half a season if he's willing to put the time and the effort in and they work on the the right things, especially the shooting, especially slowing things down. I mean, the little stuff that I was just talking about, if you can instill that in him and work with him and go over it, when he does get in the game, get a chance to do it, put him in any chance you get to see and then fit him in to turn him into someone who can become an asset for you the second half of your season.
1: Right. yeah, because the talent's there. And then the Warriors signed uh, a point guard from the New Jersey. I'm sorry, New Jersey. Uh, the, Brooklyn, the Brooklyn Nets, uh, Chris Chioza. I never heard of this guy. Oh,
0: he played with my son Canyon. I love him. Oh, so, the, so the, he's, oh he's, God, a now. he's a the warrior now. Chioza. He's a warrior now. signed Chioza? Yes,
1: they did it yesterday. Okay, yep.
0: I'm telling you right now. I Woo! love Chioza. Should have been the starter at the Florida basketball team. Woo! I'm going to tell you, for the way the Warriors play, Get the ball to people, see the floor, play tough defense, harass a guy. Chris Chioza is a good I, I'm I'm excited about I'm more excited about that than I am about the two draft picks.
1: Oh, that's incredible. And 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 I'm and the Brooklyn Nets fans were disappointed that he left. So I when I saw that that I, I took that as great news, and your excitement just doubles it up.
0: Well, yes! Then, when, when he played in – when Canyon did his back cuts and stuff, like he can move without the ball when they were teammates and Chioza's is the guy that will get the ball to him. He'll get it to open people. He can do it. He's very small, but the guy, and I'm talking about you want to come in and you want to put pressure on the other teams. The guy and put a guy to make him work his butt off, bringing that ball up the floor. Chioza's is quick. He's good. He sees the floor. And um, yeah, I love Chioza. Oh, the that is music. Is, it's the size is the is the problem, right? He, right. Well, he can he can definitely. He can, he, he's a really nice guy to come in, move it around, do stuff. Not the guys coming in, looking to score. He's looking to create for his teammates, you know, the prototypical, you know, little point guard who can do some good things for your team. I, I like, I really do. I really like him oh, a lot.
1: Oh, that's music to my ears. And that's a positive note. We can wrap up uh, the first edition of Warriors 24 seven on Rick. Thank you, sir, for coming on. You can follow Rick Barry on every social media platform. He's going to post those great pictures of him and Lando Barbosa when he was coaching him in the big three. Uh, what's your team called? The ball hogs right yeah, is that your team
0: when I, first, when I first did it years ago with with cube ice cube i said cube i don't know i mean ball hogs are cute clever a nice name yeah it's kind of fun and everything i said but if my team plays like that we're never gonna win <laughs>
1: <laughs> but are you do you have a relationship with cube can we get him on on the rick barry show soon
0: uh maybe well, I'll do possibility yeah yeah we'll get him on i'm
1: sure soon. i'm sure he. Yeah, we should. And definitely, let's try to get Leandro. I know uh, we tried to do that before, but uh, Rick, always a pleasure. Uh, you're going to post those pictures soon on your Instagram account. You can follow Rick Barry on all of his social media platforms at Rick24Barry. Uh, his website's going to launch soon. We'll hype that up when that happens. That's going to be rickberry24.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Roadshow, and you can follow this program on Twitter at Warriors24Pod. We're part of the Warriors24 Podcast Network, named after the legend himself, the Hall of Famer himself, the man whose jersey hangs in the rafters of Chase Center, Rick Berry. Rick, always a pleasure, sir. Thank you.
0: God bless everybody. I don't